Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dash Radio Show with your hosts, Don Wright DeBrance and Peter Mingles. Thanks for tuning in. To follow our every move, here's what to do. First, click follow at the top of our show. Then, hop on over and subscribe to our blog at www.thedashradioshow.com. Text DASH to 37404 for our upcoming mobile experience. And like us on Facebook.com forward slash The Dash Radio. Thanks and enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to tonight's Dash Radio show. I'm Dawn Wright DeBrant and we have Mr. Peter Mingles with me. Peter's right here. And we have a fabulous musician tonight. And music is always my favorite because we get to do entrepreneurism in the form of music. And so we have Miss Hadar Manor. Did I say yeah. it correctly? Um, it's Hadar. Yeah. Hadar. <laughs> I confirmed it before we started and did it wrong anyway. Um, it's a beautiful name. What's your background? Um, it's an Israeli name. I was brought up in Israel, born and brought up in Israel. So, yeah, lovely. Okay, Hadar. Got it. <laughs> yeah. So um, this is pretty interesting. I mean, I've had the pleasure of listening to some of your music already, and um, I see this quote. It's Joni Mitchell and Joan Arm, um, Joan Arma Trading. We're writing a song in a smoky cafe in London. While Theo is playing in the background, it may sound like Hadar Manor <laughs> um, and uh, your life um, as an urban gypsy. So there, there's an interesting story here, and um, we love we love to hear the story. So tell us a little bit about you and and how this all began. Um, well, um, as I said, I was I was uh, born and brought up in Israel um, in a very very small sort of um, village and farm, you know, there was, I think there were about 400 people in the whole, you know, village, and um, I've, I've always, you know, dreamt about um, basically seeing the world and, 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 and making music and um, going out traveling, and I, I had to um, wait until I finished the army, you know, in Israel we have compulsory service, so I did my service and then I think within a couple of weeks I was on an airplane and um I um I just decided to leave, I just decided to go and anyway one thing led to another. I, I ended up in um in Europe and um um I I, I had a guitar, I couldn't I, I could hardly play, I maybe played about three songs and a half and um <laughs> <laughs> and I, I didn't, I didn't know anyone. Um, and I just remember this Jesuit um, that was standing in the middle of um, a Victoria uh, tube station. She was big and very, very busy. And people were just passing, and you know, they sort of like push you from here and there, and, and sort of like just this sort of tourist standing in the middle and just get out of the way. And I was just standing there and thinking, what am I doing here? <laughs> I wasn't really sure. I was like, "Oh my God!" You know, it's like, <laughs> and um, but you, you know, when you're in a situation like this, you have to, you have to um, just do what you think at that time is right. And because um, I couldn't work, and I, um, I didn't know any musicians, I sort of um, started um, just busking, playing, um, you know, being a street street musician. And at first. Um, I tried the underground, but it was very—it was really like um, 
busy, you know, you couldn't really get a spot because um, there were other musicians that were doing it for years because at the time it wasn't legalized. So, you know, there was like a little sort of mafia going on and um, I, I just couldn't get a spot. So um, I met this guy, he was an Italian guy who um, fancied himself as a cowboy and so he <laughs> called himself <laughs> he called himself Al, but he had this heavy sort of Italian accent. It was really, really entertaining and he had this sort of like um moped and he went like Yee on the moped <laughs> <laughs> and um I met him um and on on the south south bank of the of the river um, the river Thames, and he was uh, a busker, and he said, "Oh yeah, come on!" And I can't do the accent, but you know, he's like, "Come, um, come and play." And so we started busking, and it was really, really good, you know, because uh, he showed me how to do it, and you know, some tips, and just gave me a little bit of courage. And I started busking, but then um, he was giving out um, licenses. Um, to play on the underground they, they, they started a scheme it became legal so I went and did the audition um, and it did uh, it went well and I got a license and I started busking on on, um, on the London underground and I did that for for a while and it met a lot of people um, worked with a lot of very very interesting and quite successful people I worked with youth um, who won breaks for um Bittersweet um, Symphony, if you know. Um, um, I worked, you know, I recently um, uh, I wrote with um, Oi Voi Voi and I did some stuff with Ed Sheeran as well, who's a friend. And um, I don't know, I can't really think about it, uh, but it's, it's also like a, a result of, of the busking, you know. Um, and uh, the last couple of years, I... Um, I started a family. I have a little boy, and so um, I uh, I'm at home mainly, um, nice. so I'm not going out busking. <laughs> so I decided to uh, make my uh, my music here at home and make my own studio, and um, this is what I'm doing now. Uh, so I started a project. Um, it's it's, it's um, month um, a song for every month of the year, and. Um, probably call it the year and now and it's basically um writing and making a little video for every month about the month and um and this is what I'm doing now well I'm I'm writing it producing it um recording it so I'm doing it all by myself so yeah this is where I am <laughs> that's awesome that's awesome so um and and how old is your little guy he's a year and 10 months Wonderful, you know, and and most people don't really understand the life of a musician is the life of an entrepreneur. But you know, you can be—it's wonderful, really. That technology has brought it to the place where a stay-at-home mom can be an entrepreneur and a musician and uh, and follow your dream. That's really awesome. That's pretty yeah. cool. So tell us a little bit more about the um, the song that you do every month. I mean, you know, that's. Um, a song for every month is a pretty amazing deadline to have on oneself, no? Isn't that a lot of pressure? Yes, it is. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> my husband does not like the last week of the month now. But, um, <laughs> um, 
But um, I think also the pressure is because I want it to be real because it's okay to just write a song once. You know, I write more than just one song a month and I, I, I've always been writing quite a lot. But um, I want it to be about the month and I want it to be real. So the month has to go. You know, I can't sort of say, okay, now I want to sort of like write, you know, in advance May and June because it's it's, it's got to be something um, that reflects you know, our lives and my life. And so, yes, it is a bit, <laughs> a bit of pressure, but I like it, I like it because then, so it puts me in a place where I, um, I have to, I have to get it done. I have to do it right. And, um, and it's also really nice because it's, so I didn't plan it, you know, I, well, what happened was that I, uh, at the end of, um, 2012, I, I just put out a little video with, you know, montage, because my husband is a photographer, and so I put a montage of pictures from the year, and uh, with a song called My Wish, and it was all about um, my wish for the new year. And because the reaction, people were really, I, I got amazing, beautiful um, emails from people, and it sort of touched, I suppose, a lot of people. Um, I thought, okay, well, this is kind of a good idea, you know. So I, I, I then I did January, and then I thought, okay, well, I have to do February. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's just March. how it all happens, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And March was all about I got to march on because it's March. <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah. And now it's April, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so you're planning to do this every every month for the year? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So um, <clears throat> we're coming up on, on our first our first break in just a few minutes, and uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the song? I think uh, Alex is about to go ahead and uh, and tell us which song he'll be playing, and um, Blackbird is what he's going to be playing. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this song? Um, Blackbird was written. Um, um, it's. Um, yeah, because I, I was brought up in Israel and um, I had a chance to see things from the inside and from the outside because I've lived away now for a few years. And um, I just think, you know, everyone has an opinion and there are many ways to look at, at the situation in the Middle East um, or, in fact, anywhere in, uh, where there's conflict, but... Um, at the end of the day, we're all people, and Blackbird is about, you know, it's, it's like about painting a picture. It's about, you know, it's about a conversation with this bird, I suppose, who's flying above a place, above above a country, and just sees what happens and why it happens, or it's just a picture that's painted and it's not to say who's right or who's wrong it's just to say this is how it looks like this is what it is and um you know i can't really i'm not a politician i can't really do a lot as this is how i express my myself this is how i can maybe see myself this is how i do my bit you know so if i can write yeah. a song about it, then i'll do it Absolutely. Brilliant. So, okay, I'm I'm not going to say another word. Let's hear it. Blackbird by Hadar Manor, and uh, we're here at the desk. Blackbird. 
That was an absolutely beautiful, beautiful song, um, and, uh, <laughs> and I appreciate very much what um, what you guys must go through seeing your home um, being in the turmoil that it's in. You know, I've, I've Alex and I've traveled all over the world, and we spent a two-year world tour just backpacking, and we knew an awful lot of people from Israel. And um, you know, every time we hear the conflict. It uh, it breaks our hearts, you know. So it's um, it must be really difficult to see your home in that kind of turmoil. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it's hard because especially because I because I live away now. I know there's there's a different life, and I think sometimes you know when you when you live when you live in it, you just this is how you think things are, and this is um, how it's always going to be like. But I feel that um, there's always another way. There's you know there's always a, another way of solving things, and I'm not saying it's just because of one side or another. I just think I just think that. Sometimes it's good to be a way to look at things um, from the outside, um, and it, yes, it's just a shame. But you know, we, we should always have hope because if we don't have hope, then you know, we have to have hope. And and I, I am hopeful, and I do think that things will get better in the end. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. And you have to you have to believe that no matter what's going on in life. No matter where we're all at, you know, the one thing that we can all count on that is absolutely um, consistent is change. You know, um, my best friend always said to me, you know, just turn it into something else, whatever that heartache might be. If you need to turn it into anger or turn it into to intention and clarity that you're going to make a change, change it. Turn it into something else. Don't just sit there in a lump. Um, and just keep saying to yourself, everything is temporary. Because the yeah. one thing you can count on is that everything is temporary. <laughs> yeah, it's true. For good and for bad, for bad and for good. And it's just, yeah, it's true. The change will happen. So it, yeah. you can use it to your own, you know, to, to, to your own benefit. And, and I think, um, I think now with the internet as well, there's uh, you know there's a new generation and uh, of people that know um, a lot more about you know um, you can't tell people um, how things are because um, they know already you know it's all it's all out there. So I think um, and 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 I think they also know how other people live in, in places where there's no conflict and um, and 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 that helps. That helps a lot. You know, you, saw, you, you saw it in other countries in the last couple of years um, in the Middle East, and um, and I think it's happening as well in Israel, and, and it's it's quite promising, really. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Peter, where are you? Peter's right here. Peter's here. <laughs> you know, Peter always has the best questions, and so I always rally him over here because he always thinks of wonderful ways to get you to tell me the most amazing stories from your life. So I, I don't want him to get all quiet on us. No problem. <laughs> well, I, I have to share with I, now, Hadar. I'm I'm going to playfully explain to Dawn how to say <laughs> your first name. You have, to, you, you have to think Dawn like it was Steve Martin in one of his skits. It's Hadar. Hadar. Yeah. Uh, you got to get the ha out there, like Hadar. Like Steve Martin would say it, and just less pronounced, and then you're doing yes. fine. I got it. Um, uh, hard... That's right. I never had it. That's right. You've never heard that one before. Um, I, um, I'm going to use it if you don't mind. Yeah. If you, if, especially if you like Steve Martin. I kind of grew up in that era, you know, when he was doing movies like <laughs> The Jerk and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I, but I got to share with you, and, and, and I hope this comes out the right way. I grew up in New York, and I had the opportunity to work in lots of different communities. And if you grew up in New York and you're working in the metro areas and the urban areas, you meet all different types of people. If there were one group of people that were so mysteriously amazing to me, it was our Jewish, the Jewish gals specifically. 
because there was just something about the Jewish gals that I met from Israel that had just, an, and it was like almost, it was so mysterious as far as the look, the attitude, the confidence. Um, you throw in the little gypsy word in there, and that means something to me. <laughs> and, and, and then just because I was not part of that culture, I was a, an outsider kind of looking in. It was always mysterious. You were close. And You're a New York Italian. I, gr- I, I traveled York with a, a band, uh, sorry, a band of Israelis in, in South Africa, and I watched them. They're like us, Peter. Oh, I know. No, I know. But they're just, <laughs> they're mysterious, really amazing people, very deep. Yes. They have huge, uh, amazing stories that no one ever knows mm-hmm. as far as the challenges that they have in their homeland. And it's just amazing. And then to find that you're a magician, a musician as well. And then um, it could be a magician, too. There we go with the gypsy thing. But also you're left handed, which is really kind of interesting as well. So and I've I've been reading your blog and I can tell you're a very thoughtful person as well. And I got tickled when I saw one of the videos that you did with Adam. I guess it was Adam saying, come on, just go for it. (laughs) <laughs> and the convincing back and forth. It was just so cute. So it was just so cute. And then as you started to as started as soon as you started to strum the guitar, I mean, bam, it's like showtime. You were on. I mean, so I'm just um, amazed with having you here. So and I don't th- it, you know, there's not many people that really understand the types of things that you go through and that you've been through in the situation that you're in. So it's amazing to have you on our show, and thank you very much. Thank you. So so, so anyway, you put some pressure on yourself to do a song a month, and which is kind of fun, but without the deadline, it might not get done. Um, And I love the the music that you have, and it's very thoughtful as well. Um, What got you – and I I missed some of the stuff that you were saying, unfortunately, because either you were breaking up or I was breaking up. It might have been the radio station was having a little bit of interference. So you may have said this, but um, what was it that actually really drives you to do music? And I know you said you started off and it was a little bit hard to do the underground stuff, and now all of a sudden you're kind of catching your own stuff. What is it that still drives you to do music? Obviously you have the talent for it, you have the brains for it, you have the looks for it, you have the attitude for it as well. But what drives you to do music? Where do you find your piece there? Um, I don't know. Um, I I always feel that it chose me rather than I chose music. I always feel that it's it's just there. You know, I I can't even explain it. It's just something that I have that I, I it's like it's a need. You know, it's something that I. I want to do so much, so I just do it. And um, if it means I have to stay up really late, then I do. I, I, I really enjoy it. I just really enjoy it. I enjoy writing songs more than anything, really. Because And, and now recording it as well. So sometimes I look, you know, I have to sort of look back behind my shoulder and think, is there someone else doing this or is it me? You know, because it's... it's yeah, I listen to these things, and I know they're not absolutely perfect, and maybe some big producer listens to it. I mean, you know, there's always things to improve, but, you know, I, I just feel that um, the idea that there wasn't anything and now there's a song, and it'll always be there, um, and it came from somewhere. I don't know where it comes from. It just happened. Um, 
that's yeah, it's a little bit like being a magician, actually. <laughs> you know, um, it is magic. So, um, and when I was, you know, I, I wasn't one of those uh, kids that grew up um, practicing for hours because I couldn't play. I, I, um, I only started learning playing guitar, um, you know, after I finished the army, you know, 20-something, 20 21, I think it was, 22. And um, it wasn't like I, I was one of those, you know, um, kids who played instruments very early or anything like that, really. And my upbringing was really um, uh, my parents, who are great and wanted the best for me, um, wanted me to have an academic career, you know, and I was always pushed into that direction. And, um, you know, for for a long time, artists were considered a bit mad and not really, you know, pretentious or not really, <laughs> not really the thing to be. And I think maybe because they were considered like that in the society where, where I came from, I was like, oh, um, well, actually, I'd like to try it. And um, maybe I am a bit weird or whatever, but that's just... Oops, we've got a terrible, terrible echo. Hmm. Uh, okay. I so I don't hear it, so it might be on your side this time. And we know that uh, the radio station is having a little bit of a technical problem, but I didn't hear it, Dawn. So okay. She was clear on our side as well, because I think we've been having some challenges. So it looks like for you it just fits. I mean, it just fits. It's kind of like as natural as you could ever imagine. It's kind of like a piece of the puzzle that for you music just fit. And it seems as if you were a late bloomer as if, like, it didn't, like, you weren't, like, when you said referencing the guitar, um, you learned afterwards and just kind of picked it up, I'm guessing. Yes, yes I did. I did. Um, um, it wasn't easy, because if you learn something later in life, as you know, it's harder, but um, there's a different, you appreciate it more when you pick it up. Excellent. So, uh, Dawn, I don't know what Axel is doing as if he's playing another record, because we usually need a couple well, of records. Well, I'm about to announce the next song, and uh, everyone's listening to Hadar Manor, and this next song coming up is called My Wish, and we'll be back right after this. Bye. 
Today we've got some really interesting technological issues going on over here at Blog Talk Radio. Um, just so everybody knows, we have a, a big blue strip that just came across that said that they're experiencing a major outage that could last a few hours. And so we are going to have to reschedule this the rest of the show. Um, we have lost our guest, Hadar. <laughs> she's gone back, uh, and she's she stayed up so late for this show. So we will definitely get her back within the next 24 hours or so, and uh, and we'll do the rest of this show or another show with Hadar. And uh, we will go ahead and get back with everybody. I don't even know if our listeners can hear us right now, but just know that Okay. Yeah, we're breaking up bad. Okay, so we're going to go. Have a great evening, everybody, and we will be back tomorrow. Thanks a lot. Have a great dash.